Hi, I'm Eileen. Welcome to today's podcast. In this episode, I will interview Sania. I met Sania in the MA group in Royal College of Art. I was very interested in Sania's materials she's working with and also her own stories. Before Sania becomes an artist, she worked in a bank in Russia. Her experience was quite similar to my own. I worked in finance before I come to study in White College of Art. Now let's get started with Xenia's interview. Hello, my name is Xenia Bosalova. I am a contemporary art practice student, public sphere pathway. Could you tell us something about your work? Uh, what you do usually? Your I know uh, some of your daily activities, recording um, your work. Can you tell us something about that? Before telling about my work, I have to mention mention my upbringing because without that, uh, it it just uh, so much. It influenced me so much mm. because I was born in the Soviet Union and then. I, I grew up in the Soviet Union and I was the member of the Communist Party as a young member. Uh, it, it's called, it was called Pioneer mm. when you're mm. uh, like youth yeah. member yeah. of the Communist Party. And uh, then I witnessed the collapse of, uh, of the greatest country mm. in the world, which mm. was my country in mm. reality. Mm. And overall, of course, it affected me very, very much. And I, after that, I witnessed this, you know, transition period of, of just, of void, you know, mm. of vacuum. And mm. when uh, new things emerge only from vacuum, mm. in, in fact. Mm. And uh, so I, I, I'm of that generation who witnessed all of that. Mm. You know, Soviet Union collapse mm. in between, yes. and then modern Russia. Mm. Yes. Uh, but I think that since since then, I'm always in doubt. Mm. You know, always in doubt what's true, what's not true, what's. Uh, uh, it's like. Okay, I was during my childhood when I was yeah. a child. Yeah. I've been to the labor camps four times, and mm. uh, what's the labor the camp? labor camp? Uh, we were uh, we had to pick berries or I as I was a golden medalist of uh, in my school. So mm. in my studies, mm. I was one of the best at school. Mm. So I I had the luxury to choose mm. which labor camp. I wanted to go uh-huh. to, so I chose to pick cherries. Mm. The sec- I think one of those was to pick strawberries, mm. and two of them were, yeah, also to pick like white white cherries. You know, I chose berries. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this was the labor, mm. and it was. I remember those times. You know, it was such fun, mm. and uh, it was. Um, Oh, it was like summer camp or something, yeah. but only when I grew up, mm. like grew up uh, in my thirties, I just suddenly realized how how wrong 
it was. Mm. I mean, the whole conception mm. of um, of child labor and mm. everything. And you know, I started to realize just one by one by one those some circumstances or some events that happened in my childhood mm. that were like it it wasn't just it was wrong. Mm. And uh, after that, you know, but at that. At that moment, I mm. thought that it was fine. Mm. And you know how your perception of things, mm. how it, uh, it it differs, it, it changes. And uh, and I think that, you know, when I'm talking about doubt, being in doubt, that's, that's what I mean. You know, now I have one attitude to that or one opinion about that. Mm. But I'm not sure about uh, what's gonna happen in five years mm. or in ten years. You know, it's I think it's in human nature to mm. all the time to revisit it, to, mm. to revise the mm. history, to to reapproach it all the time from because there is no truth or there is no ultimate mm. uh, you know ultimate state of something. It's always changing. Yeah. Uh, and for different parts involved, it's different truth. Mm. And uh, especially now, when in digital age, mm. uh, when our our life takes place in digital areas so much mm. uh, that you kind of you you live your life, but you don't even imagine how much uh, data on you Facebook has mm. and how they can use it and how or when you read the news feed mm. and you read some news mm. personally I kind of I don't believe anything mm. or I always allow that okay I, I've read something mm. I even saw the pictures but I I can use Photoshop myself mm. I'm not that advanced users, mm. user, but I know that uh, there are professionals there, yeah. you know, mm. and I'm not sure if that picture is uh, is true, is real, or mm. it's not real. Mm. I just realized that the only thing I really trust is just the material that I can touch, mm. and I can, I can uh, make myself. In yeah, sense. yeah. I. I work with metal, mm. with porcelain. Mm. Uh, I I do not mention now the uh, the painting as as method, though I I also involved in in some. But at the moment, I'm very very much into tangible work. Tangible, not tangible, yeah. yeah. That everything you can literally touch. Yeah. You know, touch and, uh, for example, you see yes. some object and you yes. can touch it and you can feel it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. It's uh, like with metal. You know, it's cold and uh, uh, also I, I think I'm attached to metal uh, because of again going back to my <laughs> you know I grew up in the brutal architecture. Mm. Uh, this uh, Soviet socialist. Mm. It was everything was square. You know, cement. Um, mm metal work mm. everything I was surrounded by that and now when I weld something mm. and you know when you weld the temperature uh, the temperature achieves I think 2000 
uh, degrees Celsius of mm-hmm. the welding machine, mm-hmm. and you just you cannot help, but you have to be. You must be in the moment, otherwise you will just burn yourself or mm-hmm. ev- everything around. And uh, but when you when you think of metal, let's say mm-hmm. uh, all the features that metal has, it can be all of them can re- can be applied to the human, to the human character. Mm. Yeah, that's more right. Yeah. Like rigid or flexible or cold or, I don't know, uh, this Richard Serra list of uh, metal characteristics is very, would be very helpful now. Mm. You know, so if you think of metal, mm. uh, when, when we talk about the, say, uh, the self, like I melted down, you know, mm. it's something, everything you, you talk, you can think of metal can be uh, referred to yes. human. Mm. And uh, this is what appeals me the most probably that when I weld and uh, from, and I get, I make a thing, an art object out of metal bar, Mm. And you can touch it, and you can feel uh, that it's, um, yeah, that it's smooth and mm. cold. And this is actually the only thing that I can really trust, mm. because it's there. I see it. Mm. I trust my visual perception. Mm. <laughs> it's it's very real. It's not somewhere in zeros and ones, you know, it's not digital, it's a thing, it's it's here and now and will be here even after me probably. Mm. Or the same with the porcelain, mm. when you make things from the raw porcelain, it's very, uh, you know, it's, uh, first, of course it's very manipulable mm. and you can make actually anything mm. and then you fire it, then you fire it, you can fire it many times and it's getting so hard like a stone and uh, on the one hand you control it, mm. but on the other hand you never know what uh, comes out, because uh, metal has very much uh, you know its quality of material, it will be distorted somehow and you never know the uh, the, the level of that distortion mm. and you know it's kind of it's alive in in its nature in a sense but still it's very tangible and you at least you have the illusion of control mm. <laughs> of something mm. you know and uh, porcelain you it's it's very fragile but you can achieve the quality of stone with it and there is also a very, I think it's a very pleasing illusion of control in, in this, in the time, in the current time we live in when there is actually nothing else mm. control. Mm. So actually talking about two kinds of material you like to work on, and can you also tell us something about your work you have done I would like to talk about my lifelong duration of mm. peace mm. that I've started uh, a year ago. Mm. Uh, I just so it was it was a day very you know sometimes you have.
have good days, sometimes you have yeah. a bad day, uh, harsh, and just, just, yeah, bad luck or something. Mm. And uh, it was one of those bad days, and I couldn't sleep because the anxiety was overwhelming, and I just couldn't, couldn't help it. Mm. And when I woke up without sleeping, actually, mm. uh, I just, I very spontaneously, without thinking of that, I just made uh, one match matchstick from porcelain. Mm. And then next day, it, it got better, in mm. a sense, but I made another one. And it was such a spontaneous thing, you know, very from inside. I just wanted to do that and I didn't want to analyze mm. why, why matchstick, what what I was going to do with that. It, it was just a very natural process. Mm. And I didn't want to overanalyze it because I felt that, I, I don't know, I just, I materialized my anxiety in a sense. And that's how it started. I realized that I couldn't stop anymore um. just because I had to, you know, this was the uh, this was the proof that I was alive in a sense that I had that day. But uh, w with time, with time passing, I started to make them. You know, it's now it is a commitment. So every mm. evening when the day is gone, mm. I when I'm actually in bed or about mm. to. I make uh, one porcelain match mm. when about that day. It's, yeah, it is like my my diary, my yeah. my story. But uh, also, what I love about this project, I just I would like to distance myself from from all of that. But uh, you know, when I show those matches to mm. to different people. Mm. just to, to the viewers, mm. random viewers. I, you know, those people, they started to reflect on them as their stories. Mm. And they started to ask, like, uh, do you have the match from from that day? Uh -huh. And I see, let's see, I see, yes. <laughs> and I started to ask, why are you asking exactly about that exact day? And uh now i i collect i have a collection of the people's stories about mm. about their days yeah and dates and uh it turned out to be the most interesting yeah. part in that and uh, just from the uh i've been asked about the match uh, which signifies the, you know, St. Lucia's uh, day in December, uh, because St. Lucia is the, uh, she protects blind people. Mm -hmm. And the person who asked about that match, mm -hmm. uh, she, she is an artist, uh, very, very uh, famous, I would say. She had a nice surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, exactly on that day mm. and she wanted to give that match mm. to the surgeon who made who 
uh, operated her and who made it possible for her to continue her artistic practice because otherwise she was losing her eyesight you know mm -hmm. drastically mm -hmm. and so that date was of such a significance to mm -hmm. her because she uh, she got hope that you know she she, she would continue mm. to do what she was all about mm. and I have I have actually many of those stories and uh. I I write them down yeah <laughs> and uh, exhibiting this work um, and uh, I I plan to exhibit it in the nearest future just mm. on the you know inside the display table and uh, some of them some of those matches are missing so mm. I have just you know just empty spaces mm. in in a row of other matches yeah, yeah. and uh, when I when I look at them kind of it uh, the work stops being my work mm. I'm I'm the creator, I'm the yeah, maker, yeah. but as uh, as soon as I let it out, mm. it it's it's not my it's not about me anymore. Mm. And this is the most exciting part of it. Yeah. Have you thought about giving it a name of that activity? Uh, you know, I'm not there yet. Okay. I, I have hundreds of those matches. Oh. So it's not them. There are hundreds of them, uh. and some of them are missing. And yeah. uh, I, I'm a bit reserved about distributing them too yeah. much. <gasps> so I, I'm definitely, I, I definitely control. You know, the, yeah. I give away. I never gave it away just for in the sake of selling it or something. Mm -hmm. I, always, it's a rule. It's a rule that I need a story in return. Yeah, it's very interesting because at first you have your own story and you make something to make it meaningful for yourself mm -hmm. and it's about change every day. About time, about yes. passage of time. Yes. Yeah, and then more people join you yes. yeah, to give you more stories and make it more meaningful to more people. And it's endless because every person has... Uh, his or her own story yeah. of, of that day yeah. and yeah. it's endless yeah. there are several we can continue to do that in your life at least I plan <laughs> yeah yeah. That's uh, that that became very important to me mm. and uh, very often people ask like but do you cheat? do you if you say if you Miss uh, some day. It, yeah, if you miss some day or if something happened, oh. like, you know, it's broken or yeah. whatever. We and don't have to. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to cheat. That's, Maybe that's it's broken, it means something on that day. And I have broken. Yeah. Just recently I was trying to take a good picture mm. of, of the match. Mm. Uh, I remember it, the match from November. Mm. And I just, I just uh, dropped it. And it broke into two pieces, mm. and now I keep it as broken yeah. thing. Yeah. And every match, I every match is kept in its own match box. Mm. It's like a little coffin. Mm. Of the, of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. That's 
I would say my personal reading, but again, as I said, people relate it so differently. Yeah. Right now, that's my favorite child. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about um, since we are in this MA group, we we came to this MA group with the idea that beyond the stats, I think each of us in this group, we have our own interest in this topic. So I want to hear about what's your interest about this topic. Uh, again, I'm maybe I'm very I'm aging. You know, I'm getting old, and I. I, I start thinking of of the events of the time I witness in kind of in a specific way mm. because uh, what I see uh, now mm. I generalize mm. that's just my own subjective perception mm. but what I see now that people uh, take things at face value you know let's mm. say Instagram yeah. or something yes and you see uh, the I don't know pretty face or mm. pretty thing or, yeah. or something, and nobody cares to even to think uh, what kind of what's behind what's mm. beneath. Maybe it's just uh, I don't want to be boring, but maybe mm. it's just Photoshop, and I mean mm. it can be not true. Mm. Uh, everything can be. You know the lack of probably the lack of this of that desire to understand in deep to to delve a bit more into something. Uh, I I I find it very problematic, mm. and that's why I came because I'm interested in I'm I want to know. Uh, what's what's real? Mm. Though again, real is a very flexible notion. Mm. But still, I I don't buy. I don't buy it. You know those pretty things or beautiful faces or I just it can be. It's it's not that simple, mm. not that straightforward. Mm. And I'm not buying at face value. I want to dig what's beneath what's behind mm. or if we look at the statistics you know statistics are just numbers yeah. but behind those numbers there, yeah. are, there is a whole world yeah. depending on of course but it's the the reality or the thing closer to, to the reality is mm. always behind mm. that face. Mm. I want to hear your attitude to this thing because I observed on the first day when I'm in this MA group. Mm -hmm. Uh, in one lecture, he's saying that he thinks artists should be sensitive to stats and data. And the other lecture, she's, um, she's saying no, no, no. So I know you have been working in the 
banking system.、Mm-hmm. The banking system looks like coping with a lot of data and stats. I'm wondering your attitude toward the artists and the stats and data. What's your opinion? Yes, when when I was、uh, in the I was involved in the banking sphere,、mm. in corporate finance. Also, I dealt、uh, with、uh, you know with money flows, with the money transfers, and everything is wired. Everything、mm. everything is somewhere,、uh, and my aptitude to you know to tangible materials、mm. also come stems from there、mm. uh, because. Again, when you are,、uh, you know, when when you are very much into digital and、uh, and that wired immaterial stuff,、mm. uh, I think the tangible practice or material practice, what keeps me grounded,、mm. just grounded here,、mm. and now.、Uh, I converted in, into artist, and、mm. uh, those both edges, you know, they、uh, they add up so much each mm. other, mm.、Uh, because artistic artistic side、uh, gives you that critical approach mm. to mm. things, but at the same time,、uh, that、uh, you know, working in finance, you must be. Very practical,、yes. very、uh, organized, as systematic、mm. and everything. So I feel very, you know, just blessed to have both、mm. and、uh, to have the opportunity to to have two professions in a sense. Yeah, but I also believe as an artist, well, if you, have, I mean, everybody wants to develop it as a long term pro- profession. Mm-hmm. You also need to be organized, yes. right? Yes,、And、very much. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the the experience in banking system actually helped you to be an artist, a better artist. Definitely, I love deadlines. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know that uh, uh, many people would argue, but I love deadlines.、Mm. It helps me to to keep the, to keep the pace. You know? Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, whether you're in banking or、uh, in artistic practice,、mm. you just you have to be、uh, focused and、yeah. concentrated. Yeah, and、uh, you have to be curious. You know、yeah. why? Yeah, why you see what you see? Why you you witness? Yeah, you、mm. have to be very observant.、Mm. And、uh, I I do enjoy that. You know, insightful,、mm. insightful yes. approach. Yes. Yes. While you talk, actually, remind me the exhibition we saw together on the the first exhibition we went to see. I don't remember the name. Well, it's it's exhibition on that ground floor in the research center. Ah, yeah, the medical.、Um, yeah, the medicine group. Medicine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The showing those abilities and those. Characteristics and research a researcher need、mm-hmm. to have. I was when I watched I see that I was thinking, maybe artists also need that kind of things when they work. All those things that in common if you want to do something great. 
if yeah. you want to achieve something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I doubt that, you know, everything is so quickly. Mm. It goes very quickly. And um, you have to be, you know, you have to be in tune with mm. everything. Yes, in tune, yeah. It's very important. Otherwise, you just fall out. And this is also another... Uh, another thing uh, in in my matches mm. that you know I we are uh, we are we live in the era of achievement. Mm. You know, capitalism is all about growing. Yeah, and we have to achieve. We're achievement subjects. Yes, and uh, the most probably. Uh, the most mm, problematic things mm. thing here mm. is that we don't even uh, we don't need the the master mm. kind of the the because we we buried inside this labor camp mm. is inside because we uh, we are trying to overachieve ourselves. Mm. So you achieved something, but you think that okay, I have to do more. I mm. have to look more. I have to read more. I have just to do more. Mm. Whatever you do, mm. and it's always the you know the endless desire to outdo yourself mm. uh, causes depression <laughs> mm. because you just cannot be the best in everything. Yeah. There is always someone who runs faster. Yeah. But still, you, uh, we, I think in in this neoliberal time, mm. we all aspire to overachieve, mm. and it's endless process, and it's impossible, mm. and uh, it results in in burning out. Mm. And uh, some of my matches, depending on the day, some of them are very. They look like like being tortured, you know, mm. like martyrs. <laughs> Mm. Since you mentioned your childhood, capitalism, mm. obviously in your childhood it's communist. So mm. I want to hear your opinions about communist and capitalist mm -hmm. in your own experiments. You know, it's always there is pros and cons mm. of everything. Mm. Let's see, just maybe not not throwing empty words but just a couple of examples from from my life that mm. uh, you know growing up in in the communist time it was it actually uh, to me as a child as a teen it was quite a happy it was happy time mm. uh, but at the same time i started maybe when i was 15 mm. 13 15 mm. i started to realize that uh, I couldn't be different because mm. everyone it was very even mm. you know uh, you can call it equality but mm. I wouldn't mm. and you couldn't you couldn't be different mm. uh, you had you must be you just had to be uh, in the mass you know one mm. just mass of people mm. And it was very dangerous, in a sense, to uh, to be distinguished mm. in 
not in the corridor given, you know, mm. not the, uh, I don't know, the, the writer of uh, kids' poems or something, mm. but you have to be complicit mm. for 100%, mm. uh, which is, I wouldn't like to have it now, so I, mm. those are the moments I remember as, as very arguable. Mm. And uh, let's see, in capitalism, yes, it's uh, it's very crooked, you know, it's mm. very rotten. Mm. But at the same time, at least you can uh, you can have things that you, if you want to have them. Mm. Mm. It's the second question: how and money and all mm. of that. But you can you can get things if you want to get them. Mm. In, in the communist time, you couldn't. Mm. What, uh, it, whatever money you had, mm. it was such a deficit of everything. Mm. And, you know, we had all the same clothes. Mm. The child uh, in the South wore the same brand, the same shoes of the same brand as the child, you know, 6,000 kilometers across the country. Mm. Everything was the same. same. I don't know if it's good or bad. To me, it's bad. Mm. There are thousands of, you know, of such mm. memories. Mm. Uh, tons of words said and written about capitalism and about its sins. Mm. Uh, and yes, I agree and disagree. Mm. I think it's unachievable golden mean should be somewhere <laughs> that's achievable okay so i have the last question i want to know your um, your plan for your future work is something you are preparing for for the future work um you know i definitely want to after the after getting the degree at the RCA, mm -hmm. I want to have some period uh, of self-reflection, mm -hmm. of uh, of readings that I want to read, uh, not the ones we are kind of given to read. You know, I want to, uh, I want to read actually calmly, and then, but it's, you know, when something happens in uh, in my life mm. something bad i mean mm. i allow myself to melt down just for one day for okay. 24 hours mm -hmm. and i can cry and i can i can scream mm. but not more than that so okay. <laughs> at, at some in a sense i want to give myself time after mm. the university yeah just to uh, it's not meditation, it's more like an intellectual meditation. Mm. And uh, I want to probably to expand what I have to, you know, sometimes when you do an artwork mm. and it's just the beginning of something. Mm. Even the, uh, the already made artwork is just the beginning for something else. Mm. And you start to to notice those threats mm. to some other uh, conceptions mm. and I think 
in a sense, this is more important to me than to start something very new, just in the sake of starting very new. Mm. So I want to maybe to revisit some of the uh, works that are made, mm. that have been made. Mm. And I, uh, I want to reflect on that. Mm. Because when you're in a, you know, in a hurry, mm. student life is always <laughs> yeah. a hurry. Yeah. I, I want just to stop for yeah, slow down a bit. Yeah, slow down, not for twenty four hours, but <laughs> a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to revisit to reapproach to yeah. to develop something new from something old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, that's the interview with Xenia. Thanks for listening. Bye.